Welcome to the People Leaders Podcast, the audio resource for managers and business leaders creating high-performing teams. Join leadership and team development experts Jan and Michelle Turkelson each week as they explore both subjects from every angle. Through practical tips, valuable insights, and compelling interviews with leadership experts around the world, you'll learn how to bring out the best in your staff and how to give your best as a leader. Michelle, let's talk about difficult conversations. Jan, I need to have a conversation with you about something. (laughs) Does that make your heart race? Yes. Yes. (laughs) However, I want to be... I want to give being given the heads up. I want to be able to know that this is serious. There is some consideration, uh, and what do I need to start thinking about? Mm. I may not want to know on a Friday afternoon that you're going to have a difficult conversation with me. However, I do want to know. So that brings up the segue is how do you prepare for a difficult conversation? So one of the things as a leader, what types of conversations do you think we need to be having around team performance, around talent management, around uh, career aspirations? And it could be having a difficult conversation with a stakeholder. Like if I'm a project manager, it could be having a difficult conversation collecting cash Mm. around paying invoices. There are lots of difficult conversations as a leader we need to be having. And if we're not having difficult conversations, we're either not challenging ourselves or we're not challenging or allowing our team to grow. So many times uh, employees have said, to me I wish my manager had have given me the information you know that feedback when I was leaving in the exit interview that before before I left the organization yeah that I came across in a certain way and and it's that whole red flag managing the red flags as soon as you notice that that uh, an somebody within your team isn't performing to the to your expectation and to your level of expectation you need to have a conversation with them it is your duty of care as a manager yeah and part of that is the practice isn't it michelle you know Mm. like you set them up i want to have a conversation with you and then a lot of people get uh i suppose they get stopped by what what exactly am i going to say and so we're going to step you through a process to support you to deliver a well-rounded difficult conversation now we're not saying it's not going to be difficult we're just going to say you are going to um, be at your best oh jen and you know what these conversations become and they do become less difficult the more practice you have in doing them Mm, mm. the more practice you have the more scenarios will pop up that will give you strategies and tips for the next time and sometimes it's just like saying this is difficult for me what i'm about to say However, this is very important, your growth and development and the team's, um, you know, uh, level of cohesion. And, and if we don't have this conversation, it's going to impact the performance of the team mm. and it's mm. also going to impact your career development or mm. progression in the organisation. Yeah. Who's not going to want some feedback on that? Yeah. And, and so just having that opening I think is going to be important so one of the things I wanted to say is the setup I think it's important to be clear about where you're going to do it but for some difficult conversations it is going to be appropriate to be at the office for some people like a client or an external it could be at a coffee shop or just somewhere neutral so just be mindful that have you thought about the physical environment that you're going to have the conversation try and um, sit at a round table don't sit exactly opposite 
opposite someone, try and go side to side. So little things like that. I know they sound quite nap, but they are important because we're, you know, human beings, we pick up on these unconscious biases and belief systems. So just be mindful Mm. of our body language. Mm. So there are three steps or three phases for a difficult conversation. And, you know, you want to prepare for the conversation. Then it's conducting how you're going to go through the process and then the follow through. So let's have a look at the preparation for a difficult conversation. And the first one is assess the facts. What are the facts? What is the physical evidence that you can say to that person that they can agree with? Because the quicker you get them to yes, the more inclined they are to be less defensive and open to hearing and having the conversation. So as soon as you can say, um, I would like us to be able to work better together because what I'm noticing is we're not as effective as what we could could be. For example, the report that is due in on Monday uh comes in on Tuesday. There are several spelling mistakes that I've not that I've picked up on that you've you know um, had feedback on over the last three um, reports. Blah blah blah. So real factual based. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which leads to the next one is address the emotions. And this is your emotions and also be mindful of their emotions. So how do I address my emotions? First of all, I practice. I think, what's going to push my buttons? So when I'm going to have these difficult conversations, I'm already thinking, oh, it's going to be challenging and difficult and that um, perhaps I'm not going to be seen as someone who is in control because they could possibly, I could stutter and perhaps not be as articulate as I want to. So just be mindful of what buttons or what triggers are coming up in you. And the more that you have a definition around what those emotions are, then you know where to place them. So start to define what those emotions are. And this is a really good indicator of your level of emotional intelligence. Do you know the difference between anger and frustration? Do you know the difference between being anxious and being excited? Yeah. Or, and you know, can you spot in the person that you're having this difficult conversation with if their arms are folded is that a defensive mode or are they nervous mm. you know it's, it's working out those little things mm. yes it's good Jen yeah so address the emotions yep. and if you can see someone getting upset just pause is there anything that I can do right now to make this uh, conversation easier for you or more effective for you what can I do right now I'm starting to notice or, you know, I'm seeing that you're getting upset and that's not my intention. What do you need right now? Just that. What do you need right now? And sometimes they might say, I need to go. Because Mm. if you're going to give someone some feedback or have the difficult conversation. They have to be ready. Mm. Yeah. So address the emotions. The next one is acknowledge your part. So where are you responsible? I feel, I see, I notice and then you're actually owning your part mm, for it. The impact it's having on me is, yeah. And, and as yeah. a leader, to your point, Michelle, is the impact then it's having on the team. Mm. The next one is identify positive outcomes. So if we were to move through this situation, I could see the team being so much more effective, you enjoying the work that you're actually doing and me actually giving you that opportunity to work in another environment or in another... Working on your strengths or... Yeah, yeah, development opportunities. So try and think forward about what the benefit, because people want to know that there's a benefit Mm. in having this 
type of interaction. Absolutely. Positive, positive, positive. Try and keep it as positive as possible. Yeah. So identify positive outcomes. And that might take a little bit of planning. Mm -hmm. The next one is develop a strategy and not a script. You don't want to be a bit of a robot. However, what I you know coach people on is being really clear about what would your opening sentence be and what are some of the things that you really want to bring up and then as you if you practice that then you won't need a script you will just be authentic because people know when you're not being authentic then so that's really about the preparation of the conversation then the next phase is conducting the conversation so first one you got to acknowledge that person mm. and again one of the podcasts we talked about was the scarf model michelle and this status uh, element so you want to acknowledge what they are good at what they are delivering what is working and and thank them for for being prepared to have this conversation with you mm. Frame the problem, be Mm. really articulate about what the problem is and the impact that it's having. Ask questions and listen. And the quality of the answers you receive is usually dictated by the quality of the questions that you're asking. So the more specific, defined and focused your question is, that is going to reflect the type and quality of answer that you get. Mm. Even the question to someone, if you're in my shoes, what would you be doing? It's a great question, Jen. It's a great question. Look for common ground is another um, part of conducting the difficult conversation is look for where both of you are feeling the pinch, are being challenged, have got similar strengths. Just find something that is common to you because, again, this develops this aspect of relatedness. Yeah, and that we both want to solve this problem. This isn't your solve, you know, this isn't your problem and I'm not the problem that you are trying to solve. It's both our problems mm. and the situation that we're trying to work through. Mm. Because what if you find that, you know, it's difficult looking for common ground and the person's becoming defensive. Mm. Sort of almost leads to this next issue of like adapt and rebalance. You need to be in the moment. And you know what? If it's not working, stop mm. and say, I think it might be time for us to, to have a break, go away, refocus, have a think about this. What what do you think? Because Beautiful, because then it gives like, them power. Yeah, what do you, what think? Do you yes. think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So adapt and rebalance. And part of this adapting and rebalancing is knowing what, ground you are willing to give Mm. as well beforehand so you might be surprised there might be a whole lot of background information and issues that you just were not aware of and the last aspect of conducting the conversation is establishing commitments so agree what you're actually going to do about it and um, be clear about what your role is and what the other person's role is so let's go to the next part, Michelle, about the difficult conversation is the follow-through. And this is extremely important because you want that person to be clear about you're going to uphold the commitments that you agree to and they are going to uphold what they've agreed to. So it is all about, well, for me, the, the phrase that I like to use is follow up and follow through. Mm. And at the end of your conversation, be clear about what you are going to follow up and follow through on and what the expectation of that person is in terms of following up and following through. And I would always follow up in writing and keep my commitments. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of personal reflection. 
you yeah. know, afterwards, you know, like how did I think I went? Oh, I think that's to? essential, Jan, because unless you're going to get better at this, because as a manager worth their salt will have lots of difficult conversations because it's not easy mm. being an exceptional people manager. Mm. So, yeah, I definitely would have a look at um, a, a reflective piece on what did I do well, what would I do differently, and in time it would be great if you did establish a really open and trusting relationship with that person to get some feedback on them. So mm-hmm. how did you remember, you know, six months ago when we had that conversation, how do you think it went and mm. do a bit of a, um, a follow-up? But even before that, yeah, what could I have done, done differently, differently yeah. Yeah. To, to progress that you know this relationship or your development in a way that mm. was specifically for you mm. so let's have a look at some of the other uh, writings around the difficult conversation you know the one that comes to mind is the fierce conversation so there have been so many books ar- around having the difficult conversation one of the writers is susan yes yeah, susan scott and she talks about the seven principles of fierce conversations. And they're, you know, one of the, well, it's the last one actually that I love is let silence do the heavy lifting. And sometimes, especially us extroverts, Jam, we feel as though we have to fill up the gaps with words. And sometimes just, you know, making an observation and then just sitting in that silence can lead to somebody filling it with something more meaningful oh it's gold yep. how many times has that happened in our coaching conversation where you just allow the space yep and then that person can sit understand the situation and go deep and then express how they're feeling yeah so one of the other ones that i like in her seven principles is obey your instincts and it's like during the conversation it's about you know really listening for more than the words that are coming out how is that person responding you know are they starting to sort of you know tear up or is their body expansive and are they eager or are they retracting and defensive but even the words they say Mm. you know words are really antecedents of thoughts Mm. and if someone uses a lot of victim mentality type of language it shows that they're perhaps not feeling confident there's a little bit of lack of self-worth so there are aspects to that as a leader, how am I managing that emotional, mm. um, I suppose, situation in people? So, yeah, I just wanted to refer people to Susan's book. And also what we just talked about is based on the Harvard Harvard Business Review Press, the 20-Minute Manager, you know, how to have difficult conversations. So there's been a lot of research. And from our perspective, Michelle, if we were to wrap it up in three simple steps, because, you know, three is my favorite number and simple is pretty good. <laughs> it doesn't have to be complex. I'm not saying it's not easy. It's challenging, but it doesn't have to be complex. Yeah. So the first one. For me, it's clarity about the message. Yeah, I love clarity. Uh, Second one would be monitor our emotions. Be really mindful about your emotions and what you're feeling because we're human beings. We feel through situations. Mm. And the third one, be solution-focused with a positive sort of, you know, twist to it. Yeah. What now? What next? What could we be doing? You know, in in six weeks' time, well, if we want to be having a conversation, what do we want to be talking about? And how can I help you do that? How can we get there? So it's absolutely being um, solution-focused. With
positive twist. Thanks. (laughs) Till next time, Jan. See ya. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the People Leaders Podcast. For show notes and other resources, please visit us at peopleleaderspodcast.com. If you have a leadership or management question or subject you'd like covered on the podcast, please contact us at podcast at peopleleaders.com.au. The People Leaders Podcast is brought to you by the Experts On Air Podcast Network.